Hey y'all, we're so thrilled that you're here to talk with us at this roundtable discussion about our Upstate Women's Conference. I'm so glad y'all joined me today. Thank you. Welcome. Yeah. Um, we all just take a minute and introduce yourselves, starting with you, Carrie. Old, oldest first, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm Carrie Epton. My husband, Josh, is the associate worship pastor at Church at the Mill um, Central Campus. Uh, we have three kids, um, 17, 16, and 10. Um, one about to graduate. That's interesting. Mm -hmm. um, I also work a full-time job in Spartanburg District 4 as an administrative assistant. Um, I'm also a counselor in a biblical counseling ministry at Church at the Mill. I'm Rachel Cantrell. Um, I have a husband, Devin, and I have two little ones, a two-year-old, Baylor, and a five-month-old, Letty. Um, I work at Church at the Mill. I'm our communications director. Um, lots of other little tasks in between. But I'm Jean Tollison, and I'm the preschool director at Church at the Mill. Um, I, my husband and I, Clint, um, we have three girls. We have a seven-year-old, a five-year-old, and a two-year-old. So... Yeah, it's a little bit about me. They are my nieces, and they are beautiful and precious, and I just love them. I have two boys, and so they were all the girl, all the girly things forever because I had two boys, and then I had a little girl. So I'm a mom to two boys and a little girl. Um, she just turned one. My name's Aubrey Anderson, and I just loved her to the mill, but I don't work there. <laughs> and so um, I serve in different capacities, and um, I'm an interior designer as well, but mostly at home with my children. Um, today, we're going to talk about balancing life, but before we go there, um, I just want to mention that our conference is coming up, and um, the title of it is Before All Things. Um, we've seen that women in our society are just dealing with stress and anxiety and worry and fear and whether it comes from social media or discussions that they have or whatever, um, I think that it's become a hard thing. And so we wanted to put this conference on as an encouragement to women to um, really learn to put Jesus before all things, mm -hmm. that Jesus is what we filter our entire lives through, that it doesn't just fit in. Mm -hmm. we're, I know we're stressed, and sometimes it's like, oh, another checkbox, can I do it, can I do it? But that that's not what we're called to. We're called to put him before all things. Mm -hmm. And so um, that's what we're discussing today is balancing life, and whether you're a working mom or a stay-at-home mom or a woman in the workforce that isn't a mom, um, life is hard to juggle, and I don't know if y'all agree, but I don't really think there is a way to balance life. Mm -hmm. I think that, Carrie, you were saying earlier that it's it's a season, mm -hmm. and um, it's like a it's a ebb and flow. So, will you just share with me a little bit about how you do that? How do you sure. juggle it all? Um, I don't know there is such a thing as balance. Um, I may be wrong, but I, I don't, I've always looked at. My dad passed away about a year ago, and one of the things he always said was, um, the sooner that you accept the season that God has you in and walk straight into that season and leave the other one behind, the more mm. glory God gets mm. and the more good and the better off you are. So I've really tried to reorient my thinking to that, that it's not really about balance. It's about, okay, God, this is the season you have me in. Mm. Um, you are sovereign, and I trust you. 
Um, so I'm going to settle into the season. Um, we are to love the Lord God with all our heart, soul, and mind. That is the fr- Jesus said that is our first priority. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. out of the overflow of that, we love other people. Mm-hmm. Um, and when we order our steps in that way um, and, and live within the season that God and His sovereignty has put you in, um, mm-hmm. I firmly believe He gets the most glory and it is for the most good for you. So I don't know if that makes mm-hmm. sense. Yeah, <laughs> that's good. I love yeah. that. Yeah. For sure. So sure. powerful. Yeah. Is there like a... Do you have like a mantra or something you say to yourself or a way that you remind yourself? Like, how do you jerk yourself back into perspective when you start to feel the stress on top of you? Y'all want to answer that? That's good. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I think, you know, to Carrie's point, you know, a season that you're in, I think sometimes we feel like we have to do it all. Yeah. You know, I have to be the small group leader. I have to make sure my kids go to, you know, their extracurricular activities. I have to make sure that at work I'm performing at 100%, you know, have to make sure that my husband is getting, mm-hmm. you know, 100%. And he's actually supposed to be before all those other things. And mm-hmm. then, you know, most importantly, your quiet time and your time with the Lord. And so I think, you know, depending on what season you're in is how you really prioritize those things. Mm-hmm. And you can't do all of it at 100% at all times. I think having that priority of, okay, these are the two things I can focus on and I can do really well in, and Mm. that's what's going to be healthiest for me as a believer and for my family. And so I think identifying what that is and just staying in a short lane, you know, rather than stretching yourself in 10 Mm. different lanes, Mm -hmm. you could be more successful, but more importantly, glorifying God and being, you know, who you are and who your worth is in Him when you have all things on your plate, but limiting, limiting that for the season that you're in. Right. Jean, I I watch you, like I watch you balance it all. And so will you share like how you do it? Because you do it beautifully. Well, I appreciate that. I don't feel like I do. (laughs) Um, I think, I mean, to be honest, I think it's just priorities and your perspective on the tasks that are set before you and prioritizing what has to be done and what needs to be done and what wants to be done. Um, and I think that the posture of your heart towards those things, um, making sure that your priorities are not just your priorities in your household or as your wife, you know, jobs for that or your duties as a mom, but or your duties as from work, but making sure that the balance of that is prioritizing the where you feel like God's called you to be. And when you feel like mm-hmm. you're doing the Lord's will, all of the other things seem to seamlessly mesh together. And I don't know how to explain that as well, as much as like through experiencing that in the last couple of years, has it been like such a huge blessing to see how God's grace and his plan for my life is so much more than I could have expected. And my thoughts of what I pictured my life being in this year for Mm -hmm my family is completely different. Mm. But because of a choice of obedience in working at the church, even though it is part-time, and trying to balance those two two things is really tricky. Um, I feel like you feel like the mom guilt of like, Mm -hmm. okay, if I'm at the church or if I'm at work or doing whatever, I'm not with my kids. So you can feel guilt for that. But then you also, if you're with your kids, you feel guilt that you're not doing something else. And you can always, I feel like Satan, that's like one of his biggest, um, 
tactics for, yeah. you know, yeah. especially oh. for moms, um, is just trying to make you feel guilty for not being a hundred percent doing something else, whatever that task yeah. may be. But I think just fighting that and knowing that he didn't create us to do it all. And I think that that's so freeing. Mm. If when you start to really understand that God created us to work with him and for yeah. him, and that's all he's asked us to do yeah. is mm. to rely on him. Mm. Yeah. 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 We cannot, I cannot do it all. Like just cannot. And it's, you have to reach a place. Like I feel like I had to reach a place where I was like, nope, can't, can't yeah. do it all. What are my lines? Mm-hmm. Like, what are my boundary lines? I was not good at boundaries. I was a yes girl. And I said yeah. yes to everything. Mm-hmm. And I, I do see that, um, in like walking with the Lord and really starting my day with him and just really asking him to give me his will and his wisdom and his words. It has helped me to, um, be able to say no. Right. Mm-hmm. I really struggled to say no before. I, and I think saying no to some things is actually saying yes to other things, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I think yeah. when you have that perspective of saying, just because I'm saying no, it could be a good thing, mm-hmm. but you're also saying, by saying no to that, you're saying yes to your family or yeah. yes to another mm-hmm. opportunity. Yeah. Um, so I think just having that perspective, because once again, like the guilt can set in mm-hmm. for um, trying to feel like you're not doing a good job yeah. at doing it. But yeah. if you're actually saying, no, I'm not going to stretch, stretch myself so thin so I can give 110% to that. I think it's just all in how, you know, you're kind of viewing what mm-hmm. you're putting your energy into. Right. Yeah. And so Gil, we've, we've kind of like highlighted that word a couple of times now. What, how would you like define what that feels like? And then from there, how do you attack that? Like Satan back up. How do you do that, mm-hmm. Carrie? Oh gosh, um, <laughs> that's changed for me over mm-hmm. the years, mm-hmm. and I'm not trying to be super spiritual. I kind of have let go of guilt a little mm-hmm. bit. I trust God's sovereignty, mm-hmm. and sometimes yeah. that means saying no to things. Um, yeah. And I've just let go of the guilt. Actually, one of the ladies in the counseling ministry with me kind of high fived me the other night because I said no, <laughs> um, and I felt no guilt about it because. I want to do everything with excellence because we serve such a good and kind God. Mm-hmm. And he's right. given me so many opportunities to do things yeah. in his name for his glory. And I've watched it be for the betterment of my family. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've learned to limit myself to the things that I can do with excellence right. that I can give 100% to. And sometimes that just means um, saying no and not giving the guilt an opportunity because I'm trusting God's sovereignty in the moment that I'm in and the the yes that I said or the no that I gave. Mm -hmm. Um, So So it is, it is so good. It's so good. good. (laughs) So when you like reach a point that you've said too many yeses and you realize like, what do I do? Who do you lean on? Like who's someone in your life that you lean on and you can call on? Like how do you handle the point when it's too much? I would say for me, I'm constantly surrounded around solid Christian women working in ministry, you know, and I feel like um, specifically my mother-in-law, she's in adult ministries and over biblical counseling. And so she always has that wisdom to say, okay, here's, here's the truth and Mm -hmm. here's guilt, Satan, Mm -hmm. the things that are surrounding around it, just stick to the word Mm -hmm. and here's what it says. You know, this is the scripture. And so I think having that is important. But 
also just other women of different generations, you know, I think it's always good to get more than one opinion, you know, having someone who is obviously biblically sound, but maybe somebody close to your age, maybe somebody who's walked that season in your life, you know, a Carrie who has older kids than I do, you know, she's been there, she's walked it, and maybe, you know, a Jean or is a little bit, you know, aligned with me, but also, you know, a little bit ahead of me in Mm -hmm. her life, and so I feel like just having multiple yeah. You know, multiple people to talk to, I think it's also mm-hmm. has been beneficial for me when it comes to getting advice and spiritual wisdom. Unfortunately yeah. for me, my husband has also been through biblical counseling training. Um, so even even yesterday, I called and was bending about something because he's my sounding board. I feel very mm. safe with him and he's fostered that and I'm so appreciative of that. So I called, I'm bending um, and he's throwing back all of my stuff at me that I tell other you people all the time. And it was enough to like, I was getting a little bit defensive and he said, I love you, babe. You're getting a little defensive. You know, this is truth. What does truth mm. say? Mm. And so, That's you good. know, so he's kind of, you know, and he loves it. We can rub it in my face. That yeah. this is what you tell me all the time and I don't like it either, but I'm, right. I love you and I'm telling you truth. So um, he, he's great for that for me. Yeah, and I think constantly, like, evaluating. I think um, I would say, like, I'm mostly stay-at-home mom as far as my time. And I think I would say I don't have as many, like, coworkers that I'm surrounded by as as often. I see moms here and there, but I would say that my person, per se, is definitely my husband. Um, But I, I think that it's just constantly evaluating our family and the season of life that we're in and things that we can do um, when we do feel that stress or that kind of guilt or the anxiousness of like there's so much going on that I think that we can kind of evaluate um, our, our, our status together. Like, okay, how can we, how can we do less of this or be, you know, um, put our energy into something else and just kind of making sure that we're on the same page. And he knows my heart through and through, through, um, to helping me understand the areas of my life where he might see, just like you're saying, he caught you call you out in a great way though. You know, you need somebody that, um, you know, but wants the best for you. And I think too, um, just like you were saying, people that are um, in the same stage of life with you, but also have walked the road before um, to give you some of the, hey, I've tried that. It doesn't work. Or, hey, this really worked well for me. And just some helpful tips and advice to kind of make things, um, make your path of your adventure through life a little bit easier for you. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's so important to foster like an honest, like just hearing y'all talk about that, like a honest, true relationship with your spouse so that you can say those things. Someone has to say it. It's not always been that way. That's, that's two decades of us. Mm, We said it took us the first decade to learn how to fight, Uh fight well and honor Uh God and love each other well in it. (laughs) And we've been working really hard at that since then. So that's not an automatic. So I don't want anybody to say that. Well, I didn't say my husband, so, you know, (laughs) (laughs) but, but I mean, I do love my husband. He is my soundboard, but he's also defensive for me. Right. And so I think sometimes he tries to tell me what, I want to hear or he tries to defend me and make sure that I'm doing what I need to do 
selfishly sometimes, you know, because he loves me. Right. But there are, of course, times where he leads me, but I think. He'll get there. You know. Also, my mother-in-law. <laughs> <Feels good. laughs> yeah. So it, in many like parts of the world, or today still, but also used to be here, people lived in communities and like helped each yeah. other and served each other. And like, I mean, it wasn't just like, hey, I need some salt and butter from across the street. Like, I mean, they really supported one another. And I feel like we've gotten away from that. Right. And um, yeah. it's like, I don't know if it's pride. Like, what do y'all think it's pride that we are, I can do it. I can do this. I don't need help. Mm -hmm. Um, And is it stemming from what? Social media? From, I don't know, celebrityism? Is that a word? I don't know. Like, what is it that is making us feel like I can do it and I don't need your help? Mm. I feel like social media creates a false sense of community. That it's not real. Yeah. Um, So I think that's that's one thing. Um, I have been so blessed. most of the people who know us laugh that I live on a compound. <laughs> um, I live on 30 acres of land with my entire family, um, mm. not all in one house. Let's yeah. clarify. <laughs> but we all, we're all, you know, have our own homes, yeah. um, but we kind of have built-in communities. So I kind of have a different sense, and I've always grown up with this is so important. Mm. Like it's yeah. so important, and I see other people who wish they had what we had. Right. Um, but yeah. I'm also going through a season, using that word a lot, um, of. Mm. I'm at both campuses at Church at the Mill. Like I'm in between Central and Woodruff with my kids where, mm-hmm. you know, we live yeah. and go to school. And I have felt a little bit of sense lately. And this is one thing Josh and I have been talking about is a sense of feeling like we laugh that we're like Kenny and Dolly Islands in the stream, kind of in between <laughs> um, two campuses and trying to figure out how that new season and yeah. new community works um, and really landing in a good place. But I think God in his sovereignty has taught me how important community is right now Mm -hmm. because I feel a little bit isolated um, at times trying to figure out where to land. So it's so important. (laughs) Community is a huge Mm -hmm. thing. And um, when my dad died a year ago, like, I don't want to (laughs) cry. I I mean, I learned the beauty of how God laid out the church to be. It's it's family and they're your people. And I mean, I pulled into their house. He had been gone maybe an hour and Jamie, one of our mutual friends, pulled up with toilet paper and paper towels and plates and stuff we didn't even have in our mind that we were going to need over the next coming weeks with all the people in and out of the house. And you don't think about those things until all of a sudden life hits you really fast Mm. and hard. And these people just show up because they love God and they love you and they're your people. Um, So I think we've just lost the love for that because Mm -hmm. we're not faced with that Mm -hmm. very often. And Mm -hmm. um, again, I feel like social media has created a false sense of community in Mm -hmm. that and kind of fostered it a little bit. I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah, it does. Talked a lot. (laughs) No, it does. I mean, I think to me it's just the world is changing so much and around us and even in just here in Spartanburg, you know, from when I was in high school, you know, versus when now being a mom, just how much time has changed in such a short period of time. Mm-hmm. I mean, just the culture and what people are believing in and the Christianity, how that's even people are trying to change that, you know, I mean, yeah. it's just, it's incredible how much that has changed. But to your point, finding that community and finding a community that loves the Lord, that truthfully loves the Lord, they're going to love you mm. how they love the Lord. Mm. But, yeah. 
I think it's like in our DNA as women to um, want to do it all. But also, I mean, I don't know about y'all, but like if there's a pile of laundry there, I mean, nobody's going to pick it up and do it, you know, mm -hmm. unless I ask for help to do it or it's just, it's kind of just the way it goes as women. Like it's kind of our responsibility and um, it doesn't mean our husbands don't help, mm -hmm. but it's in us to take care of dinner and make sure the kids have clothes that fit and that they have soccer cleats that for season coming up or the laundry's done, whatever. And, um, and so well, how do you filter that through the lens of Jesus? Like that pressure to make sure that all the things are done because those are things you can't get away from. Mm -hmm. Your kids still need clothes. The laundry has to be done. Like we have to eat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny because I always tell my husband is like, we are opposite when it comes to that stuff. He's like, OCD. Like, if there's one dish in the sink, we need to get it done. Like, we have got to get to it. Like, why is it sitting in the sink still? And I'm like, there's literally tomorrow to get this yep. done. Like, this is not Saturday. Matter. Saturday. Yeah. Like, it's perfectly fine. But I think just telling yourself, like, is it is it the end of the world? Like, mm -hmm. is it the end of the world if you yeah. do not get these two things done? No. Like, the answer is no. Yes. yes. It, it will be there yeah. tomorrow. And so... I think just having having that mentality, like, is it the end of the world? Like, so I think sometimes we think, like, it has to be perfect. It has mm -hmm. to be done. It has to be, like, here's the checklist. Here's the laundry. Here's, But it's okay. If we have our bellies are full and we got through the day and kids are, kids are in bed, it's okay to go to sleep. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, like, yeah. it's okay yeah. to do that. Yeah. Yeah, Jean talked about priorities. Yeah, and I think just releasing that from you, because of course Satan wants to bog you down with one more thing to add to your list mm -hmm. or one more pressure to feel like you either did or didn't do well today, mm -hmm. you know, for the day. But I think, you know, like one a hot topic word is like the mom boss kind of thing. And like, mm -hmm. I understand, I think what the you know, what the concept is, but at the same time, it puts this persona on moms that the boss does it all. So what does that reflect on our brains mm -hmm. is that we have to do it all. And that's not true. And I mm -hmm. think, you know, something that my husband once again called me out and he said, I want to help, but I need you to let me know how I can help you. And it's just like a breath of fresh air. Like, yeah. Yeah, I mean, we're doing this. He's like, we're doing this together. Let me help. And so I'm like, okay. And I think that from that point, it kind of was a tipping point for us and just being able to communicate that mm -hmm. and having that open line of communication of saying, hey, I really need your help doing this. And it's like, at first, I had a really hard time asking <laughs> for help. I just, that's my personality in general. I'm yeah. really not good at asking for help. But um, I feel like that's also something the Lord is teaching me that um, in my job um, and in life, as my kids get older and we're doing more and more things, we're going to this place and this place and yeah. this place, just because I can't be four places at once and pick everybody up at the same time does not mean that I'm not a good mom. It literally mm -hmm. means that if we're going to commit to doing these things, yeah. it's okay to have help. And if we can't have the help, then we yeah. maybe not can't commit, but also just an understanding, um, the, the role that we have as a wife and as a mom and as a couple that, you know, yeah. God's created marriage that way. And he's, it's a perfect design. And I think it also reminds you, um, like, I know God's sitting there saying, I want to help. 
let me help. You know, so many times and it's like, no, we got it. But it's like, why would we not let him help by opening our hearts to hearing how he wants to help us emotionally, yeah. you know, and all the things. And I think that it just kind of goes back to our priorities of what are we starting our day with? Are we starting our time in the word? Are we able mm-hmm. to um, structure our day in a way that makes time for the Lord, makes time for our family sure. and our job and just kind of lining up those priorities. And just when that is out of line, that's when we typically feel the most overwhelmed. Yeah. And I've been on both sides of that when my quiet time was not as consistent and my overwhelmness definitely aligns with that. And, you know, so many times I'm like, oh my goodness, I'm never going to stop not doing my quiet time. And then, you know, life happens and you like kind of miss a day here or whatever. And then it's like, okay, but I just think that's how the Lord reminds you. Like, I promise you, I'm going to take care of you. Read what I've got to say and let's get the day started. You know, well, so. I think it's funny, like how different each of us even are on this couch, you know, like I'm not your typical housewife where everything is perfect and I'm making dinner. Like mm-hmm. I'm going to work, I'm picking up my child from therapy and then I'm going to Chick-fil-A and we're <laughs> eating um, chicken nuggets and large fry and a sweet tea. Yeah. So, and I <laughs> yeah. think just being okay with that, Yeah. like being okay with mm-hmm. I'm not this persona that Gina's, I'm not this person that Carrie is, right. I'm not Aubrey, like we're all totally different. Right. But making sure your priorities right are Christ-centered. I cook grass. We found our lane. <laughs> we found our lane. He is right. a great cook. I love to cook grass because I do it better than he does. That's recorded. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but it get, it's released for me. Right. So we've found our lanes and yeah. settled in. It's okay. Yep. You yeah. know, we found our lanes. And I, I do my quiet time at night mm-hmm. because that's when I know I'm most attentive and yeah. have the most time to sit and I, but I discipline myself. I do not go to bed. There are times I'm sitting up at midnight and my accountability people that I send a picture of it to, to say I did it, they get it the next morning if it's midnight and I'm Mm, doing it. So um, offer yourself lots of grace, lots of grace. It's about motive and it's about growing closer to the Lord because your word is who God is. Mm -hmm. And that's what it's more about than Yeah. When you do it, and DJ's probably cringing because I know he's a morning person, but I do mine at <laughs> night because that's yeah. when I know I can be intentional yeah. and spend the time. And my kids know it. They'll come in and won't say a word. They'll lay in the bed or the dog. Mm-hmm. But she doesn't even bother me. because How sweet is that? <laughs> you know that your kids know that that's your time with the Lord? Yeah, but it's annoying because they'll lay there and wait for me <laughs> to go. <laughs> <laughs> they need like, me. But, yeah. That's so sweet. And it's just so important. Like That is why we titled this conference Before All Things mm-hmm. because our time with Him has to come before all things. Mm -hmm. I think he gives you your time back. I think there have been times in my life where I was like, I really can't do it today. And I was like, nope, I'm doing it. And I feel like the Lord gave me the time back later. Mm -hmm. Um, Y'all, thank you so much for joining uh, me today to just talk through this um, subject. Please join us next week for um, a sweet conversation between Dr. Vanessa Allen and Pastor DJ from Church of the Mill.